back to the Informed Pregnancy Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elliot Berlin. I'm here with co-hosts and childbirth professionals, Atusa Benji and Nicole Sessions, and part two of our discussion about breaches, twins, and automobiles with Marisa Callahan. So, Marisa, you uh, had two kids pretty close together. 17 months apart. Which is pretty close together. Yeah. And um, did you did you guys have a plan on how many you wanted to have all together? Um, my husband jokes that I... Um, Originally wanted three, but then went to four, so then we could <laughs> settle for three. <laughs> settle for three. Yeah, because he really wanted two. So. Oh, he wanted two, and you wanted three. No, I wanted. Well, I I really wanted three. He did not want three. So then I talked about having four. Oh, you said you wanted four. Yeah, so then we could. So that you can compromise meet in the on middle uh, and have three. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I wanted. The art of negotiation. <laughs> Ask for more than you want. Yeah. So. Um, so you wanted four, and he wanted two, and so so even having a third pregnancy for him was a uh, how'd you how'd you convince him? Um, just sparkling wine. Was it sparkling yes. wine? A can of sparkling wine. <laughs> Maybe <The> presto. <laughs> presto. <laughs> presto. <laughs> presto. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think after just long conversations, I finally convinced him, and so we decided to just go for it. And we kind of were like, okay, let's try for a couple of months. If it doesn't happen, then let's close the doors. No, oh, okay. <clears throat> um, but we were three for three, um, which we're very grateful about. We get pregnant very easily. Um, which is nice. And uh, how how long after your second was born were you pregnant again? Um, she was two and a half. Okay, so you have bigger space. Bigger space, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, did you know you were pregnant from a pregnancy test? Yeah, so I took a pregnancy test. I know I'm pregnant, like the second I'm pregnant, I don't even really need to take pregnancy tests. My you feel body it changes. Yeah, just all of a sudden. What do you feel? Um, I so. The first one um, and the second one, not with the third one, but the first and second, I started drooling oh. in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Is that a known uh, pregnancy symptom? I have not heard symptom? of that one. I, I haven't Googled heard of it, it and I've never found it. I never yeah. found it either. I never um, heard of it. But both of them, I would like drool. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Ezra ever like wakes up <laughs> in the middle of the night and you're drooling, he's like, oh, crap. crap. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh, no. <laughs> There's just more dryness, so the body creates more saliva, saliva. to hmm. make up for it. That makes sense. I've heard of, of mouth dryness. In pregnancy, so your body's just probably mm-hmm. overcompensated. Yeah, <laughs> it um, works. The third one, I didn't have any of the drooling, or maybe I did, just didn't notice it in the middle of the night. Um, but I, like, all of a sudden started feeling like nauseous and just like not myself. And I was like, oh gosh, I think I'm pregnant again. Wow, it happened again the first time. Right away. Right away, yeah. Um, so, um, how soon after that do you go in to verify with your doctor? So, um, with this pregnancy, so around week five, um, which was like, uh, it was about seven days after I took the pregnancy test, or maybe eight days after I took the pregnancy test, I started feeling cramping. And in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm probably going to miscarry. Like, I just had this feeling from the beginning that this pregnancy, like, I was going to miscarry. I just, I don't know why, I just had this, like, overwhelming feeling. Just felt different than felt, the other yeah, two? I, yeah, I think maybe I also... No drool, lots of cramming. <laughs> <laughs> I also was like, how could we get pregnant three for three? Like, that's crazy. How could this happen? Like, I feel like something, like, needs to happen. Like, where, I don't Your know. Your luck was too good. Yeah, like, I We just, don't deserve this. Maybe, I, I don't know. That's just <laughs> how I, yeah, I was just feeling that. Um, so I started getting this cramping. I was like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't uh-huh. feel normal. And went in and got an ultrasound. And 
the my OB. It wasn't actually my OB. It was, it was a random OB because in Kaiser you kind of whoever's there, whoever's there. Um, start because you're vaginal, you know, like waving the wand around. Right, transvaginal <laughs> ultrasound. Yeah, and definitely goes quiet. Um, and so I was like, okay, um, I think I feel like definitely this is going to be a miscarriage. Like I'm not bleeding, but like this, she's going to tell me I miscarried. And she was like, so I. Um, I need to tell you something, and I don't think you're going to hear anything after I tell you, but there are three, possibly four sacks. Oh, my. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, babies? <laughs> oh my like, four babies? <laughs> um, <laughs> Was your husband with you? No. You're I'm just by yourself? By myself. Well, you and the four kids. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> By myself, yeah. Um, we were actually had rented a house in Malibu, so I drove from Malibu. We were like um, doing a summer staycation in Malibu, so I drove from Malibu all the way to Pasadena by myself. Oh wow! Um, to go and yeah, get a, just a simple what I thought was gonna be like a simple checkup. Um, and yeah, so she was like, "I need to take a second to look around." Again, like you're probably not going to hear anything I'm about to say. I totally <laughs> understand. And I freaked. I was like, I started, how could you not freak? <laughs> I definitely was crying a lot oh. that next like 10, 15 minutes. What kind of crying though? Like shock crying like, or fear crying or yeah, sad crying? All of the above. I was like, how can I take care of three or four babies? Like, and you already have two babies. My husband is going to kill me. Right, he only <laughs> I wanted two. Convinced him <laughs> to have one more. Yeah, and just like how can I carry that many babies? Like I'm five foot two, 120 pounds. Like there's no way I can carry all those babies. Like they can't uh-huh. fit in my belly. There's no way. I think I just can carry all those babies. All of these like just <laughs> overwhelming thoughts of like, no, this can't be true. Like she's totally lying. <laughs> um, yeah. So after she looked around, she was like, "There's three. There's not four. There's three. Oh, already down one." <laughs> And she said, baby A and baby C um, look really great and healthy, are measuring at five weeks one day. And baby B, who's like in the middle, um, is measuring around four weeks. And she was like, it looks a little abnormal. And she kind of explained that usually there's like this white ring around the sack. And that's usually indicates that it's really it's healthy. And there was no white ring around that sack. Mm. Um, but she also said that that, that um, I guess embryo, right? Embryo at the time, yeah, because yeah, wasn't a fetus. Yeah, embryo could have implanted a week later. Ah, um, like so I, it could be just younger than the could have been younger older two yeah. siblings. And only time would tell. Right, was basically what she said. Wow. And she was like, "I'll see you in a week." <laughs> what did you do? How did you even leave there? When did you call your I husband? Did you call shocked. him or did you I drive home? I called my husband on the way home. And he was just like, what? You're driving on Bluetooth and talking about... <laughs> yes, about how I have... We're going to have three more kids. Triplets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, well, yeah, what did he, how did he react? He I'm in like, shock. He was like, no, this like, no way. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was shocked. You were all in shock. We were shocked, yeah, shocked. Wow, okay. So scared. <laughs> Please make me wake up. Please yes, make me like, wake up. This is a dream. <laughs> did right. you tell anyone else or did you keep it just the two of you? Did you I did tell others. Yeah, I have these three really great mom friends. Our our oldest are all they all met in this um, really great mommy and me class when they were six five or six months old and I feel like they're my people. And I like called them that afternoon and told them and they were all shocked and like Oh my God, 
what is happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's shocking news. It, and I told my mom, obviously. You sounded like even just surprised that you were pregnant at all. Uh, I thought I was going to miscarry. On your pregnancy test. And you thought the, yeah. the news, like, after I tell you this, you're not going to hear anything. You thought she was going to say, there's no baby in there. Yeah, and then there's three. And then there were three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next visit so yeah everything was fine until um, week nine so I went in every single week so it was triplets high high risk pregnancy Um, I was still seeing my normal OB I didn't go to the high risk doctor as of yet because they wait until after the first trimester okay because things could happen like miscarriages Um, so week nine went in and again random OB that I was seeing and she was like I don't think I see a heartbeat for baby B and she's like, but I need to get a second opinion. So a second opinion came in, and they were kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if I can see it. There might be one. There might not be. So they had a third person come in. Well, at this point, are you attached to them, or are you still hoping, like, no, no? I, it was a very mix of feeling, mixed feelings, like lots of emotions going on. Um, I definitely was like, I cannot take care of three babies. Um, but I also, I mean, it was a miscarriage. Like, I... So I, there was no attachment. Um, I felt like I was going to miscarry from the beginning. So I felt like I kind of had already grieved mm-hmm. uh, that baby um, or whatever, yeah, a baby. I felt like I was going to miscarry, and I think that made things easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really wasn't sad, and I wasn't happy. <laughs> it was kind of just, okay, so there's twins. <laughs> right. Let's, let's okay, now there's I mean, twins. It's a nice parting <laughs> gift, you know. Yeah, so it kind of was like, well, let's move forward. Okay, there, we have twins now. We Practical, have baby A and baby C. Yeah. So baby B turned out to not turned, thrive. Yeah, mm-hmm. Did they have to do anything or just dissolve? No, yeah. So I was like, what happens? And they were like, well, we can't take it out, and you're probably not going to bleed or anything. Like, it'll probably absorb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, and they is... were like, it just will kind of, like, disintegrate into your blood and into the sacs and or into the other sacs maybe and it'll just absorb right. or it could stay they said and we actually did see the sack until about week 20 oh wow mm-hmm. halfway through and yeah then and then the baby got too big and you just couldn't find it anymore. so you saw the sack but it wasn't growing it was not growing yeah and you could just see like little particles like kind of floating around so the baby the fetus at that point because it was a fetus there was we did see or we did hear the heartbeat for about four weeks oh wow um and Is that baby one? had their own placenta? Had own placenta and own sex. Mm-hmm. All three? Yeah, all three, yeah. Is that so, when you sometimes, like, a twin comes out and has, like, a piece of the uh, of the other twin somewhere? Like, I think so. Like a little bone in their head my or something? My big crack like, recording, yeah. right? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ate my twin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. that is what happened, yeah. But but you don't see any. Anyway, well, let's move forward. Uh, so at 20 weeks now you're 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 down to healthy twins. Healthy twins, yeah, that were growing. Um, How did it feel just being pregnant with twins versus being pregnant with one? Um, it was definitely just a lot more. Um, like I was more uncomfortable. I gained more weight. My back hurt more. You went my, to the chiropractor more. I went to the chiropractor. I love twins. <laughs> I went and saw you all the time. <laughs> My feet were so swollen. Oh, they did swell a lot. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't wear my any of my shoes. I had to wear my husband's sandals. Oh, that's sweet. Um, basically, all of his clothes. Like, my pre- my pregnancy clothes from the other two did not fit um, at all. I don't all. remember you wearing his clothes. If you did, because otherwise, like he had some nice dresses. <laughs> some, yeah, moo-moos. Yeah. <laughs> I was huge. 
Um, it was just, yeah, just everything felt more. Um, but you still look like, I mean, just you, just a little bigger. Yeah. yeah. Like pregnant you, which is the you I'm used to. Yeah. And just a little bigger, you know what I mean? Like you still. Yeah, I mean. I've, it didn't seem to slow you down that much. All four babies, I gained 30 pounds. Exactly. All, f- wow. all four. All I gained 60 three, pounds. All, all three four, pregnancies. Oh, what? All three pregnancies. Yeah, all four. Like each baby gained 30 pounds. Oh, I see what each you're baby, saying. Each so baby, yeah, added double. 30 pounds. <laughs> In the, in the so, yeah, my third pregnancy, I gained 60 pounds, which was double what I gained with the others. Mm, okay. So <laughs> did you start to formulate a birth plan for twins? Yes. Yeah. Um, so with twins, um, in most, like 99% of the hospitals, you cannot deliver vaginally unless baby A, which is the baby closest to your cervix, is head down. Right. Some doctors will deliver vaginal if baby A is head down and B is breached. They will pull baby A head out, and then they will pull the feet out of baby B. But only certain doctors will do it. Um, right. I mean, so that's an option. Because the door's already open. So the with, door's open, with breaches, yeah. we're worried about the, thing, the extra risks that you sometimes have with breaches are that uh, you, the baby will come out, the whole baby will come out, but the head won't be able to get through, um, or that the cord will come out first. So mm-hmm. there's ways to prevent the cord from, you know, to mitigate, make sure that the cord's not going to come out first. But in terms of the baby getting stuck, if you have two babies and baby A is bigger or the same size as baby B and the door's already open, then mm-hmm. the baby B is not going to get stuck. Yeah. So but many some doctors, doctors won't do it. Some have no training on breach at all. So it's so scary to them because we stopped teaching it in 2001. It's so scary to them. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They're not comfortable. They don't. I wouldn't want them to do it because they don't have the the knowledge, the skill, and the comfort with it. But at Kaiser, they have some of each. Yes. Some doctors who are yes. comfortable and some yes. aren't. You just never know who's going to be there. Exactly. You're so it's sort of like if you have the baby Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, you can have a <laughs> vaginal birth, but Tuesday, Saturday, or Sunday, exactly. yeah, you C-section, get and also they have great turkey roll on Wednesday. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We are going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Berlin, and I want to talk to you about something that is close to my heart, literally, omega-3. It's a crucial nutrient that's sadly overlooked. With 95% of women deficient, Needed, the supplement brand I trust, created their brand new omega-3 soft gels. Designed by perinatal experts, they support you and your baby's well-being from fertility to pregnancy and beyond. Unlike other brands, Needed's Omega-3 is sustainable, pesticide-free, and third-party tested for purity. Plus, my favorite, it has a milder taste and smell, perfect for sensitive mamas. Don't wait. Visit thisisneeded.com and use code BERLIN to get 20% off your initial order. Experience the needed difference, consciously crafted for your health and the planet. So, but what, I mean, that's what they told you, that you can do twin twin vaginal birth as long as at least baby A is head down. Yes. And it, the doctor that is on call is um, familiar with breach, if right. baby B was breach. Or well, otherwise both of them have to be head down. Head down, down. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. Um, let's get these babies head down. <laughs> <laughs> um my babies did not want to go head down. They did not. They did not. Um, 
Who, who, who is breach first, baby? BBA eh? is always breach. Right. Um, from the moment they like start checking, which I don't even know when that is, like twenty six weeks or something, somewhere, somewhere yeah. around there. They because you were on ST, you were you were high risk. High risk. At that so I was point. going every two weeks. Um, but yeah, she was always breach, um, which was like, oh, seriously, come on, baby A. <laughs> yeah, we did things to try to shift we that, did. but not a. Yeah, and I did everything to the moon and back to try and get that baby. What other things besides what we did? My husband's going to laugh. Um, I literally every single night put a bag of peas on the top of my belly. Oh, frozen. And some warm rice. You know those like warm rice things? Oh, uh, a warm pack. Pad, yeah, yeah put it bottom. on the bottom of my belly. And I'd go to sleep like that. Mm. Um, I did moxa, which is... If anyone knows in like the Eastern what medicine world, if you do acupuncture, it's like this. It basically looks like a cigar, <laughs> and you light it, and it has herbs, and you put it on your left and right pinky toe. Right, you're you're warming up acupuncture points instead of needling them. Yes, yeah. So I would sit in my movement. bed and put it on my pinky toes. Um, which my husband was on a Nothing huge Nothing weird. Fan of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was always complaining that it smelled like cheap pot in our house. <laughs> Yeah, it does kind of smell like marijuana uh, and sage got together and had a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was doing, <clears throat> excuse me, I was doing all the like spinningbabies.com things. I don't know. It's like this website. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was like. Those must have been hard with twins. <laughs> cat, cat, all those these positions. Like, yes, I did Leaning not. off the couch? Inversions and stuff? Yeah, I didn't wow. do those very often because they were so uncomfortable, yeah. but I tried very hard to do them. Um, you really did everything. I, I was doing everything. I saw Susan Minnick, which is like supposedly the mm. best in turning babies. Um, she has her own acupuncture. She's a midwife at Kaiser. And as she well. is also mm-hmm. a midwife at Kaiser, which ended up being amazing knowing her because right. she knew this one doctor who was able to deliver breach. So as you got closer and closer and the babies weren't turning, with baby A not head down, almost nobody at Kaiser, at least, will deliver you vaginally. Yeah. Even though a, your first two babies just sort of popped out. Yeah, no one. And my, my, my like, no one was going to be able to do that um, as, of that, as of what I knew. And your insurance, it only covers Kaiser. Only covers Kaiser, yeah. So you can't, there are other doctors in town who would do it, but you couldn't really go to them or you have to pay for that doctor yeah, and hospital out of pocket. Yeah, there's two, I think, at Cedars. Yeah, there's two at Cedar Sinai, and then there's uh, one at St. Francis, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, with since you already had multiple vaginal, smooth vaginal births, there's a handful of others who would do it as well. But uh, slim pickings, and at Kaiser, just one guy. Yeah, so I found out that there was one guy, and that was from actually Susan Minnick, who told me um, about Dr. Monroe, um, and. I didn't had never heard of him and was like, who is this guy? Like, I need to like, I need to become friends with him. <laughs> um, so I ended up because um, in Kaiser, the how it works is you cannot just randomly email a doctor. You can't just be like, hey, Dr. Monroe, can I come see you? You have to be referred to a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and my high risk doctor would not refer me to him because that's just not how it goes. Um, it's outside of policy. <laughs> Yeah, so I researched him and found this old random UCLA email address on Google. No way. Yeah. Super sleuth. Inspector Gadget. (laughs) And emailed him thinking there's no way this was like he had to have gone to UCLA like years ago. There's no way he still uses this like education website, like no, our, our email address. There's no way. And he emailed me back the next day. 
um, which I was incredibly surprised about and super grateful. Um, and he was like, I'm so sorry um, about how this has to go. About, uh, ugh, Sorry, I'm like... Yeah, no problem. Julie? Okay. Um, really? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was like, I... I'm happy to work with you. I'll, I know your high-risk doctor. I'll talk to him, and I will definitely deliver your baby's breech. Oh, wow. Um, that must have been refreshing. Super refreshing, but, but yeah. deliver them breech, but he can't be on call for you. Yeah, so he basically was like, I only work in the hospital two days in the month of March, and the first <laughs> the first date, I know, right? The wow. first date was too early. So it was around 34 weeks. And he was like, we cannot induce you that early. You have to be at least 37 weeks for me to induce you. Oh, wow. And he was and like, my you second. You don't even always make it to 37 weeks. I know. Twins. Yeah. So he's like, my second day is at 37 weeks one day, um, according to your due date. And if you're still pregnant, I will be happy to induce you and we'll deliver your baby's breech. Wow. So, so that's I, a lot of pressure. You have to make it I that far. You have to far. make it that far. So are you doing the opposite of what everybody else does? Usually at the end of pregnancy, they're yeah, like walking I, a lot, eating spicy food, sex, having sex. Are you like, honey, don't even salad. don't even look at me. Yeah, don't talk to me. Don't say you love me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. None of that. No yeah. salad. <laughs> don't do the salad. <laughs> no, yeah, no walking. I'm just going to sit here with my legs crossed. <laughs> I was definitely trying to. I mean, and I wanted them to be in there as long as possible. And it wasn't obviously. that long ago. We're talking about 12 weeks ago. Yeah. But it was, it was like, <laughs> I remember myself waking up every day wondering, oh, my God, I hope she's not having contractions, you know? Yeah. So I made because it. Because if you didn't make it to the next time he came in, it was basically an automatic An cesarean, automatic C-section. Unless they were coming so quickly, which in your case might have happened. That then. could have happened. That was like my, kind of my goal. <laughs> <laughs> to, to have a baby sort of hanging butt out of you. Exactly. Like as it would be too in. fast and they would be like, well, there's nothing else we can do besides just deliver these babies. Just reached. catch them. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you do anything mentally to try to keep the babies in? Um, I was like, I had this like daily, like, thir- like it was March 28th. So like March 28th, you got to stay in there on March 28th. Yeah. Like it was just kind of like, you guys just got to stay in there. Talking to them. Yeah. And visualizing that date. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like March 28th is the day. <laughs> so you made it to March 28th. I made it to, yeah. And, and Were you excited in the morning? Like I was super excited. So I actually I went on you. March 27th. They had me check in at midnight. At a wedding. Yeah, you were at a wedding. That night. And, <laughs> and again, I was sort of texting you. I'm like, okay, I'm here if you need me. Yeah. It was so interesting. Okay, yeah. So March, and then what time was his shift? So he came on call at 5 p.m. and he was only on call for 12 hours. Typically, they're on call for 24, (laughs) but he was leaving to go out of town the next day, so he had only a 12-hour shift. So I had literally 12 hours (laughs) to deliver these babies. Wow. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure at all. And they had me check in the night before, and I was like, guys, like, I got really fast deliveries. Like, I don't think I need to check in. Don't touch me. I want to check in at, like, noon and, like, break Even then, I would have been worried about it. (laughs) Noon to 5? Yeah. For you? Yeah, so they, they did. They had me check in the night before, and luckily the OBs on call that night were, they knew Dr. Monroe, they knew about my plan, and they were totally on board with it, and they were like, we're not going to touch you. Why don't you and your husband just go to sleep? I'll come in around 5 in the morning, and we'll put in a um, the Foley balloon, mm-hmm. which will, because at that point I was one centimeter. I was okay. I was not dying. But we know you. You go from one to ten and like... I was a little nervous, but one is everyone else's like eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so they put the Foley balloon in at 5, p- 5 a.m. And we kind of just hung out. We watched movies. Um, no contractions throughout the day. Luckily. And, yeah. Um, and 
the nurse came in around 1 p.m. and kind of, like, you pull it taut. Like, I don't know. Do you guys know what that the mm-hmm. balloon is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a balloon in your cervix, and it slowly dilates you, and then you have this, like, tube coming out, and it's strapped it to your leg. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it has water in it. And then they pull it tight, taut every, like, couple hours to try to give you a little more dilation. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. um, so they were pulling and all of a sudden it was like pop. <laughs> oh but your water broke no so the, oh, the thing her cervix out. was more dilated it just so came it out. out yeah so it when it comes out you weren't holding it in anymore yeah so it comes out and they say it, it's supposedly you're four centimeters at that time like the balloon mm-hmm. is four centimeters big and that's how big your cervix is so the nurse the midwife came in and checked me and i was four centimeters open yeah and at that point it was what time one, was that 1 p.m oh so gosh four hours <laughs> until he was on call it's he so was, hair raising <laughs> he was actually across the street doing research and he was texting the ob on call and at that point he was like if something happens i can run over oh, wow. so once i heard that i was like all right, we got this. <laughs> like, Come on, babies. I'm going to have these babies breach. It's going to be amazing. Um, I just felt, like, super confident. Like No I fear? I No, I yeah. I was, like, I was really excited. I was, like, we're going to do this. Um, so nothing happened from one to five. Like, no contractions, really. Um, nothing. Oh, you behaved. Yeah. Um, and he came in, and I had never met him before, and he was, like, Everything. That was your first time meeting him in person? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he was awesome. He was so, it was everything that I needed. He was like light and refreshing and funny and was like. That's second year of med school is <laughs> comedy. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and he was like, he was so confident and he was just like, we're going to do this. Like, let's get the party started. Like, uh, what do you want to do next? Like, how do you want to get- <laughs> What do you mean, what do you want to do next? Well, like, Pitocin, whatever. So uh, I was let's like. Let's have cake. There's <laughs> the menu. Yeah. And I was line. like, let's break my water. I know that things happen quickly after I break my water. But the well, first birth, it didn't happen that way. But the second, it did. Yeah. So I was like, let's just do that. And then we got to get these babies out after in 24 hours but we didn't do it in the 12 so let's just yeah so he's like okay let's do it so he broke your water he had his his midwife come in and um was it susan or a different midwife she wasn't on call she was in Uh vancouver um and yeah so it was the one of the main residents that was there so she broke my water um and she actually was the one who mainly delivered the babies oh Mm -hmm. so was it her first time doing breaches oh yeah yeah so that was really Do you get cool. extra people in the room when it's – because I know at, at Cedars, oh, yeah. if the mom's open to it, last time I did a breach there – Everybody we in had our like cousin. 20-plus people. Yeah. Oh, no, there were 30-plus. Oh, my. Room. In that tiny, maybe seven-by-seven – Were you aware of it all? Cold room. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So people asked me – And you were okay with to it? To come, and I said, sure. Like, more the merrier. This should be like a teaching experience. Um, did you film it? I filmed it. Ooh. Yeah. Which is really cool if I can send it. <laughs> to I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, um, yeah. So they broke my water, and um, an hour later, an hour and a half later, they basically came. Were you medicated and yes. for pain? So epidural. I had an epidural, and that was required. You finally got your epidural. I got my epidural. <laughs> that was required by the doctor. For the twins. He yeah. So it's because they were breech. They were breech, and he, just in case I had to go to C-section, didn't want me to have to go under. And he he told me what he had to do to get the boy, baby B, out. He basically told me, and he had this hand motion of, I have to stick my entire arm up. up, to the elbow. Up, yeah, up to the, basically, shoulder. Oh, wow. 
and break his water and find his feet, yeah. both of his feet, and pull him out. That sounds and like he, a moment sponsored by the epidural. Yeah, I was like, yeah. whatever <laughs> you say. And he's yeah. like, I need you to stay calm, and it's going to be really painful, and it'll be way better if you have the epidural during that one maneuver. And were the people watching, were they, like, excited? Yeah, it was definitely excited. A lot of excitement in the there room. There was so much excitement. Yeah, yeah. Nurses, like, were asking to come in and watch um, more, like, residents and OBs. That's what it was. I remember coaching this mom because she was unmedicated. There just, in her case, there was no time, actually. It was one breach, not two. But uh, she went from five to ten very quickly. So I was talking to her, coaching her. She blinded a bat without her glasses, so she couldn't even see that people were coming into the room. <laughs> I was a little stunned. I turned around at one minute to see the doctor. This is Dr. Brockett Cedars. And there were so many people. I was like, mm. where did you all come from? It was yeah. Sunday morning at 2.30 in the morning. I'm looking at their clothing. I'm like, you can sort of tell who's who. Like, you're a resident. You're you're a, a, an attending. You're, you're like a pediatric nurse. There, were, I think there were two helpful Honda guys in there. Yeah, like, everybody was in the room, just in case. And uh, it was just amazing. And then sort of when the baby came out, there was applause. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, he did yeah. it. Because they'd never seen it before. It's really special. Well, it's a moment in time that they might not ever see again either. It's really special. Well, let's hope that's not true. Right. Yeah, let's hope. Amen. So, breach, breach. Was breach, there a lot breach. of time in between? Um, four minutes. Oh, quick. He yeah. did that maneuver, shoulder he maneuver He did the maneuver quickly. really fast. Yeah. It was, yeah. I remember like looking at him and thinking, oh no, is this not going to happen? Because like, I didn't see panic in his eyes, but he was very focused, right. <laughs> doing whatever he needed to do to, to break that water and grab. But he was comfortable the whole time. This is stuff he, oh yeah, he's, he he's was done totally comfortable. Many but times. in my mind, I was like, oh gosh, like this looks really tricky. Whatever he's doing, my body was like shaking because he was like trying to grab. Yeah. <laughs> wow, how was recovery from that? So the easiest out of really? all three pregnancies. Yeah, I didn't tear. I didn't tear with any of them. Um, but this, um, I think, is just maybe because it was the third. Um, they're smaller. How big were they? Um, so A, the baby girl, Samara, she was 5 pounds, 7 ounces. And Silas, baby B, was 4 pounds, 3 ounces. Wow. So he was little. Small. Yeah. yeah. So he went straight to the NICU. How are they now at uh, 12 weeks? They're good. They're chunky and rolly. And you have gaming. four kids under the age of four. <laughs> I know. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, it is busy. And you're like metal, please. <laughs> I know. Seriously, we we have <laughs> do this the slow uh, clap right now. We, we should do a slow clap to my husband at home putting four kids to bed right now. Does he have <laughs> little cans of uh, sparkling hard. wine as well, or is it just you? <laughs> Just me. <laughs> all right. Um, fascinating stories, all of them. Thank, Thank you so you. much. I can't yeah. even wait to see what happens with your next so pregnancy. Uh, I, um, no, shop's <laughs> closed. <laughs> uh, too bad, because I'm sure it would be a good story. I want to thank everyone, first of all, uh, to so tell me where we can find you online. I, f- I forgot to ask. Oh, I'm at uh, laborwlove.com. Labor. W, w love dot com. com. Company name is Labor with Love. Oh, Labor with Love. Oh, I love that. So because uh, I mean, people can hire you for lots of different things, but uh, for birth when they're having babies, but also you now train doulas. I now train doulas absolutely through Dona. So if you want to be my doula sister, you can train with the doula. Email me, call me. I'm online. You'll find me there. Text, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. All of it. Dig, delicious, Instagram. Reddit, stumble upon, Instagram, <laughs> flipogram. Uh, I don't know what any of those are, especially Snapchat. <laughs> right. The little ghost scares me. Um, those and, are scary when they swap the faces, especially when it's like the dad and the baby. That oh, is some freaky. I, I, I aged out yeah. at, uh, at Snapchat. 
Yeah, my 14-year-old um, does it as well. <laughs> and, and Nicole, so you also you have so many different things that you offer, Reiki, yeah. yoga. I want to try Reiki. Okay. Never done it. Let's do a trade. My back's a little funky totally anyways. Trade. Okay, cool. Uh, and and she'll then, throw in a bee stem. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that adventurous, though. Nice. Uh, Good callback. I do different types of herbal medicine. Um, and then your, uh, your yoni. Yoni throne. Throne. Yes, the vaginal steam stool. Dot me. Yes, yoni throne dot me. Is all your other stuff on that website, nope. too? Um, no, you have another uh, website. For, for birth doula stuff, I'm lovebloombirth.com. Oh, that's yeah. why that was taken, yeah. lovebloombirth.com. Yeah, yeah. It's mine. Thank you so much for joining us. And Marisa, thank you for coming and sharing your stories with us and uh, with other people. I think they're they're really inspiring. And um, if you want to find out more and uh, get some behind-the-scenes details and maybe even photos, visit informedpregnancy.com.